Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. A good Thursday morning to you. Welcome to a new episode of Sixers Daily. I'm your host, Jazz Kang. Some Ben Simmons news breaking late Tuesday as well. Kyrie Irving still dealing with some issues in terms of vaccine. Before I jump into both of those things, don't forget, subscribe to the Liberty Ballers Podcast Network. You can catch us anywhere you get your fix. We have new shows coming at you six days a week. Plus, check out libertyballers.com. Paul and the crew over there will have you covered as we are now officially just two weeks away from the kickoff of the Sixers regular season. So as I said off the top, late Tuesday night, Kyle Newbeck of the Philly Voice released a report saying that Ben Simmons camp, which is Rich Paul, Clutch Sports, one of the most powerful agencies in not only the NBA, but starting to climb up the NFL ranks as well, reached out to the NBA Players Association to see if there's anything they could do in terms of recouping some of the money that the Sixers are not basically paying Ben Simmons and dinging him for each, not only preseason game, but as we get into the regular season game that he misses as he continues his standoff. So just a refresher for you, the Sixers were due to pay Ben eight and a quarter million on October the 1st. Obviously he didn't show up. That was a part of the contractual agreement, which is roughly a quarter of his salary. They're not doing that because he's not there, hasn't shown up for camp, didn't show up for the preseason game. So what the team reportedly did is put that money into escrow. And from that, they're deducting roughly 360 grand per game that Simmons misses. So he's already out that much for missing the preseason opener in Toronto. And now if he misses the next three preseason games, he'll be out 1.4 million. And that's just for the preseason. And that is going to continue as we get into the regular season, which tips off on October 20th. I don't know what this what this means. Maybe this is, you know, just something there that Clutch and Rich Paul are trying to look into just to see it. Hey, you know, maybe we can get a little bit of money back in terms of, you know, the Sixers might be fining too much or they might be doing something illegal. Now, Newbeck reports that basically uh, Rich Paul and, and Simmons reps have been told that there's nothing they could do. The Sixers are, are fully within their rights to withhold that money and not pay the guy, obviously, because he's not showing up. I don't know what the breaking point, or if there will be one for Ben. You know, how much money does he stand to lose? So, for example, if he ends up missing, let's just say, the first month of the regular season, he'll be out 7.2 million bucks. You know, to a guy like Ben, that might not mean much. People like us, we're just like, damn, I don't know how you could sit out and, and lose out on that much money. But again, as a professional basketball player, he's in a pretty good spot, and I'm sure he has enough of a nest egg that, you know, he can afford to pay these fines and it might not, you know, completely drain him, but eventually this is going to add up. Cause again, you're talking about life-changing money. You're talking about generational wealth that, that he's missing out on when, when you talk about, you know, potentially missing out on seven, $8 million just to sit out and not play. So the fact that 
we're hearing this now and and the reports are surfacing that okay his camp is starting to see you know what their legal options are or if they have any other avenues to to get some of this money back to me it might be a sign that ben's camp is not i don't want to say completely cracking i mean it might be just be scratching the surface but they're starting to realize the sixers are for real and some executives has been reported by people like espn's tim bontemps bobby marks uh Woj has also reported this earlier on in the, in the offseason that a lot of the organizations are commending the Sixers for, for taking the stance, you know, and not really giving in right away and saying, hey, uh, let's just move the guy for whatever we can get and figure it out later. They're just they're you know, Daryl Morey, Elton Brand, the entire brass ownership. They seem comfortable. Doc Rivers, they're like, hey, you know, we expect him to be here. He obviously isn't didn't show up for camp, didn't show up for anything like that. But, you know, the longer he sits out, the, the more the pressure goes on Ben because you're losing out on all this cash for not showing up. And it's also a, a, a different situation. It, it's a complete unicorn situation. You don't see 25 year old all-stars wanting out with four years and 146 million left on their contract. And the fact that the Sixers and Ben Simmons are in this situation is unprecedented. Don't really see this often because Ben could, and, and, and Rich Paul could have told him this and said, Hey, you know, in, instead, why don't you just show up to camp? You can show up out of shape, you know, just the way Harden did last year with the Rockets, or you can show up and be a complete distraction. Jimmy Butler did that with the Minnesota Timberwolves, and they might move you sooner than later, and you're not going to miss out on checks. But instead, Simmons and his camp rebuffed any attempts by ownership and Daryl Morey and Doc Rivers to talk it out. He told teammates like Joel Embiid and a bunch of others not to show up to L.A. to even bother talking to him to try and figure things out and, and maybe get him back in a Sixers uniform. So that's not going to happen. And again, who, who knows what the, what the breaking point of this was, was it how he played in the playoffs? Was it how he was being used? And of course, you know, we've heard reports that Ben said that he doesn't think the fit next to Joel Embiid is good and he's ready to move on from that. And he just wants to have his own team. You know, we're, we'll start to get clear answers as this thing starts to sort out, but I mean, I, I really, from from my standpoint, I love the way Daryl Morey and, and the Sixers are are handling this. Don't pay him and and keep finding him. And, and the longer he doesn't show up, the more he stands to lose, you know, in his own individual way. And I'm really hoping the Sixers start the season, the first 20 games, you know, 14 and 6, 13 and 7, better than that if they can. And they're not forced to make a trade. Because then the pressure amplifies on Ben, like you're missing out on all this money. You're not playing in the NBA, you're not getting any chance to, you know, improve your game or show your stuff. It, the more pressure goes on clutch and, and Ben, the, the better the Sixers do. So the longer this goes on and he's missing out on 360 grand per game, I feel like the, the pressure and, and the onus goes towards Ben Simmons camp, like either show up and help us figure this out or continue to sit out and lose out on a lot of money. So it'll be interesting. I, if you have thoughts on when you think this is going to end, a date that you think that Ben will be traded on, hit me up on Twitter. Let me know. I'm at JazzKang21. That's J-A-S-K-A-N-G-2-1. Love to have a discussion with you about that online. But we're going to take a short break here. And also some news I wanted to touch on surrounding Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets. That's always an entertainment situation when it involves Kyrie. I'll let you know what's going on there after a short break. So as I mentioned off the top, there was some breaking news in the NBA late Tuesday. I told you Kyle Newbeck of the Philly Voice uh, breaking that news about Simmons camp, trying to reach out to the Players Association to see what their options are to get some of that money back. Also, Woj and Brian Windhorst of ESPN, two of the best in the business, 
uh, release report basically saying Kyrie Irving still hasn't even let the Brooklyn Nets know what his intentions are on getting the vaccine. He's held out uh, this long. Basically, if he ends up not getting it, he's only going to be able to be a part-time player because the New York rules state that in order to work and, and to play, he's going to have to be vaccinated. So the outcome of this could be that Kyrie misses obviously roughly half the games, and I'm sure we'll have different rules for different cities and, and different counties as, as things go on through the season. So he could miss a lot more than that. But for the meantime, he hasn't been practicing at home, hasn't been at the team games, and, and that looks like that's going to be the case for the foreseeable future. So it's interesting because you look at this from a net standpoint, there's a stretch going from November into December that the team is at home for 20 out of 26 days. He won't be able to be there. And that obviously has an impact where obviously the, the nets are, are loaded with high end talent with Kevin Durant, James Harden still leading the way. Uh, but Ky not having Kyrie there is not only a, a distraction, be it messes with team chemistry. You know, he's not practicing whether that's uh, from a scheme thing, a systematic thing, what Steve Nash wants to run offensively, defensively. They got some new guys in there. Kyrie's not going to be able to build anything with him. And if he's not playing, you know, they, that hurts Brooklyn's chances. And I think that elevates Milwaukee to the favorite in the East. I think you still think you have Brooklyn a notch below. But, and again, we still have to see what happens with the Sixers in terms of how they come together with their new guys. If the younger players take a step, maybe Brooklyn remains within reach of catching uh, for a two seed. Because I still think the Sixers are somewhere there around three, four, five, just with the talent they have alone. But you take an all-star level player like Kyrie off of the Nets, and that hurts. That that hurts the Nets' chances. And and you know you're looking at this, and again, Kyrie in a similar spot um, in terms of losing out on salary, he'll be deducted 380 grand for every home game that he misses in, in checks, which is about 20 20 thousand more than Ben Simmons. Um, so again, th this is going to hurt not only the team but Kyrie in the pocket as well. And you know I, I'm not going to get into whether he should or shouldn't that's his choice we saw Andrew Wiggins of the Golden State Warriors on Monday get into the fact why he chose to get vaccinated you know and he said hey I'm concerned about I was concerned about the long-term effects I don't know what this means for my health five ten years down the line again that's his prerogative not you know I'm not going to tell a grown man how to feel and, and what to do with this but there are consequences to the decision of not getting it and it was interesting to hear Wiggins actually say that. He said, I basically had the choice of either getting vaccinated or not playing the NBA. And he obviously chose to get the shot. And Kyrie has been outspoken in terms of the flat earth thing. Again, you can sit on any side of the fence you want on that. But I mean, even, you know, coming from a guy who won a championship in Cleveland uh, in 2016, forced his way out of there eventually, said he wanted to stay in Boston long-term, forced his way out of there eventually, and now ended up in Brooklyn. And he's been a handful to deal with for the Nets as well. And so, you know, ultimately, the Nets will have to make a decision on how to handle this. And they're not in a position where they would be in terms of with uh, the Sixers are with Ben Simmons and the fact that, hey, Ben Simmons is not here and he's not playing by choice. That has nothing to do with the shot. So... As long as he stays away, we're going to keep finding him and we're not going to bring him in and out. But Irving, as a contracted employee, can basically, okay, I'm not allowed to play due to the local health mandate, but if you all are playing in Atlanta, I'm coming to the game. The Nets can choose to just sit him on the bench and pay him that roughly $380,000 uh, to sit there and, and, and not play 
or they can try and suit them up for half the games and, and figure it out as we go along. And we have to see what happens with the pandemic eventually, if things do fizzle out in terms of the COVID cases. If things get better by the end of the year, maybe the NBA drops its mandates. I, you know, again, we don't know, but that's something we're not going to be able to figure out at least you know for months yet. So the Kyrie situation has been interesting, and people floated it out there. Hey, would you trade Kyrie for for Ben Simmons? Uh, you know, I think Kyrie is the better offensive player. Ben obviously much better defensively, but you know, would you want Kyrie on this team? It just seems like too much of a distraction. So I, I wouldn't touch him with a 10 foot pole. If I were the Sixers, no doubt about his talent, but you don't want somebody draining you the way you've been having to deal with what's going on with Simmons for the last, you know, four or five months. So um, again, these are two resolutions that we might not get an answer to sooner than later. I think if anything, Kyrie situation will become clearer than Ben Simmons. And uh, because I think the Sixers are again, willing to wait things out and seeing how maybe the first 10, 15, 20 games go before they feel like they might or might not have to make a move. So Ben Simmons drama, Kyrie Irving drama, the NBA season already in full effect, really in terms of lots to discuss and lots going on behind the scenes. But we're still, like I said, two weeks away from the official tip off of the Sixer season. Don't forget before we wrap things up here, subscribe to the Liberty Ballers podcast network. We'd also appreciate a five-star review. And of course, check out libertyballers.com. We'll have you covered for all your Sixers needs.